When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. NFL football fans, it is time once again to take a look at the big picture. We are your host of this weekly show that takes a look at the playoff picture, even in week one, and it's ever-changing. It's changing again, but with those changes, it's starting to take a little bit of shape as well. Wesley Coleman and Brian Anthony Davis, we are your hosts. He's Wesley, I'm Brian, and let's get to it. Wesley, how are you, my friend? Good. We're uh, kind of heading down the, the the home stretch here with uh, typically five games left for most teams. Yeah. So here it is. This is there's one last bye week, and that's this week. So four more teams get that week off. Uh, it's late for some. Really interesting stuff. So we are going to uh, see no more half a game leads or game and a half. So every there's going to be no more games in hand after this coming weekend so i'm definitely looking forward to that as well as everything is taking shape so let's get right into it and let's go ahead to the south and we're going to go to the division that your team resides in and that's still looking like a crazy division yeah i mean it's a jumbled mess of uh, that somebody between the falcons buccaneers and saints is going to host a playoff game and uh, probably get slaughtered by dallas or philadelphia depending on what you think is going to happen there um but i've, I've been saying for for a while somebody's got to win this division right now the falcons are in first place um the the problem here is that uh, all the teams kind of play a pretty easy schedule in this division so um, you fall behind by a couple games, it's going to kind of be impossible. The, the good news is for, for all three of them <clears throat> is that they all play each other. The Saints, Buccaneers, and Falcons do um, have games against each other again. So uh, th th this will be um, figured out in the head-to-head. -head. Is there any team that you think right now has an advantage in that division? No, honestly, because, I mean, I mean, you can say the Falcons because the Falcons have the only – 
you know, uh, advantage because right now they have a one game lead. Um, but uh, Derek Carr hasn't played well. He did, um, you know, play pretty well um, with getting the, the Saints back into a game with the Lions this past week. But then he is injured with his second concussion in four weeks. Um, also a rib and a shoulder injury to go along with it. So um, he's not going to play this week against the Panthers, um, which should be an easy home win for the Saints. But, um, you know, if uh, I mean, I think I still think the Saints have the best roster by far in this division, but they um, may have the the worst coaching um, besides the Panthers who have no coaches. Absolutely. So not much to be said there. It is there is going to be a representative from the NFC South. We just don't believe that there's going to be a good one. Now, kind of going the opposite way with a division that's also highly competitive, but uh, because you have three teams with winning records um, going over to the AFC South. Um, what do you think's going on over there? And um, this has got to be uh, the maybe not who you'd think but there somebody in this is else is going to have a winning record so are there two playoff teams here there's possibly three playoff teams here and that's that's a crazy thing to actually say right now we know that the Tennessee Titans are gone they have a less than 1% chance according to the New York Times to get in there right now the odds are still saying the Jacksonville Jaguars but how bad is that ankle ankle sprain with Trevor Lawrence. That's probably the big question here. The Texans, you know, they went ahead and lost two weeks ago to Jacksonville head to head, but the Houston Texans have found their franchise quarterback in CJ Stroud. They have a pretty good team. They did lose a very important piece of that puzzle in Tank Dell at wide receiver, and the Colts just keep coming. Gardner Minshew is getting things done. But you now have Jonathan Taylor, who's going to be out for maybe two to three weeks. Might be the worst possible time for Trevor Lawrence to have gone down this year. Um, C.J. Beathard coming into play. Um, so their next two games are against the Browns and the Ravens. The Browns are the number one defense against the pass in the NFL. Um, and then the Ravens. Now, after that, they go against the, the Bucks, Panthers, and Titans, all three winnable games. But if the Jaguars go 0 and 2 over this next stretch um, against those teams, I that may put them in a hole. Depending on what the Colts and Texans do, that they they could slip out the the division lead could slip out of their hands and, and maybe not come back to them. I'm going to reverse my decision from last week, and I'm going to go ahead and say right now. I'm going to put the Houston Texans winning that division. I still have Jacksonville going to the playoffs. We will wait till the end of the show to talk about the Indianapolis Colts and what their fortunes are. So let's head on over. Let's go out west. Let's go ahead. Go ahead. NFC West, excuse me. Well, you know, the the NFC West has been interesting. So, um, what I predicted earlier in the year is starting to come back where uh, the Rams are starting to look like they could be a team that could go on a little bit of a streak. Um, and then the Seahawks are, are going to be up and down. Um, I'm going to say that right now with everybody healthy, the 49ers are the best team in the NFL and it, what they did to the Eagles this last week, it doesn't even look close. Um, when they're healthy, they are terrible to, to deal with. And um Shanahan is just an amazing coach when it comes to um, getting the ball into the 
players' hands like Ayuk and Debo and Christian McCaffrey, even along with George Kittle. Um, so figuring out a way to get them the ball is crazy, and him having those toys um, really isn't fair. Um, the 49ers are going to win this division. The Rams and Seahawks are going to be fighting, and there's also a, there's now a really good possibility that both of those teams do make it into the playoffs. Um, there's a, um, Things will have to go right for them, but they right now are probably the best two um, six and seven uh, most most likely to come up with a winning record and be the six and seven seed. Yeah, I I kind of like that. I'm going to uh, I'm going to go ahead and say I really like the Rams. I think they are uh, their arrow is pointing up. This is a team that two seasons ago won the Super Bowl. There's uh there's still some of that culture there. It's the same coaching staff. So you've got to almost think that if they get right, they could make a move. But the, I love what the 49ers are doing. They are my number one seed. I don't know if they're yours. Yeah, they, they, they are for sure. The best team in the NFL. The um uh, the other thing you got going on, we'll talk about some other divisions, but you've got four teams in the um well, five teams in the NFC that are tied at six and six, one of them being the Falcons, but four teams in the playoff hunt like that um, tied at six and six. Um, right now, you've got Minnesota and Green Bay would technically be in, um, leaving the Rams and Seahawks out. I think that reverses over the next uh, over the next five weeks. Well, if we head on over to the AFC and the West, that division, as far as I'm concerned, even with the loss for the Kansas City Chiefs, I think it's decided, Wesley. Uh, the the Chiefs are still the team here. They did fall flat the other day. I think that was a, a surprise to a lot of people. But at eight and four, two games ahead of the Broncos, the Broncos were surging. Mm -hmm. And they still have an opportunity to make the playoffs here at six and six. But there's a lot of teams at seven and five. I just felt like they came down to earth back to earth a little bit in that lost their day. I, this is still the chiefs division. The chargers and Raiders are playing for next year. Yeah, I agree with that. The, um, and, and the, and the chargers just disgraceful six to zero win over the terrible hapless Patriots. Um, that's embarrassing that a chargers team, um, with the weapons they have could end up, uh, only scoring, uh, six points in a game. The, the thing going for the Broncos, and the, the Chiefs are struggling. They don't look like the regular Chiefs. The thing going for the Broncos with all these other six and six and seven and five teams that are currently ahead of them is the Broncos the rest of the year play the Chargers, Lions, Patriots, Chargers, and Raiders. Um, the Lions is the one game in there that uh, I, mean, I don't believe in the Chargers right now. I think they're just horrible. Um, the Lions are the one team in there that, uh, that kind of gives the – them you know the, the the chance of a loss but you could see this being a 10 and 7 broncos team um and again like you said possibly miss on the playoffs yeah i i think that is a possibility it's uh where the nfc is bottom heavy it feels like the afc is very top heavy and there's a lot of seven and five teams there uh there's going to be a 10 weighted team that's probably not going to make it to the dance here for sure. Let's go ahead and take a break. We will be back right after this. We are going to get to the second half. Then we will have our final picks as here we go. We are doing it on the big picture. He's Wesley. I'm Brian. We'll be back right after this on the fans first sports network. 
Welcome back to The Big Picture. I'm Brian Anthony Davis. My partner here in crime is Wesley Coleman, and we are, as we do every single week of the NFL season, we bring to you The Big Picture. It gets fuzzy. There's going to be less and less teams in the picture as we get deeper and deeper into the 2023 season. And make sure that you check out Fans First Sports Network for your favorite team, no matter what team that is. We have almost every NFL team covered right now at this point. We are missing about two, and we are working on that as well. By next season, we will have the full league, and that's something I'm very excited about. And make sure you check out the NFL affiliate all week long because we're chock full of different shows. We have shows that are going to be talking about fantasy football, the the show with Jeff Hartman and Rob Stats Guerrera on Mondays talking about what went on the day before, the weekend before in the NFL, wrapping up the whole league. There's so much stuff to talk about. You got Wesley and myself here as well. And Wesley has a show with Jeff Hartman. And I believe that show is called Opinion or Fact every once a, every couple of weeks or so. Correct. Yeah, just whenever issues come up uh, that we think that are, we don't want to manufacture shows that uh, aren't interesting. So anytime an uh, interesting topic comes up, we we record. Well, that's fantastic. And a very interesting topic right now is what's going on in the AFC East. It's, that's a really odd division. There were teams even, now there was this one guy on our network. I'm not going to say his name, but he thought the Patriots were a viable contender. And uh, so he's being punished for that by going to see the Steelers and the Patriots this week on Thursday night football. So I'm going to keep my mouth shut from now on when I talk about who could be a dark horse contender, just like I've talked about the Raiders as well, Wesley. Yeah. I mean, the thing about the AFC East, um, obviously the the Jets and Patriots are just com- complete uh, bottom feeders. Um, the Bills may be the best six and six team that you're ever going to come across. And I, I think that they're a team that can sneak back into this playoff picture. And if they are, they're not a team that anybody wants to play um, in just a, a, you know, a one game uh, shot for your playoff life. Um, they are about to run across. I mean, the problem with the Bills, they won first place last year. So they've got the first place schedule. They got the Chiefs and Cowboys the next couple of weeks, and then they end the season with the Dolphins after a couple of easy games. Um, they got three games right now that are really tough coming up over the next five, and uh, we'll we'll find out if the Bills can be real or not. But it's it's basically the playoffs are starting for them right now. Here's the interesting thing: the Dolphins are now the number one seed if the season ended today, and they look like they possible they possibly have the first MVP candidate as far as a wide receiver in, I think, 30-some years, and maybe more than that in the form of Tyreek Hill. I I tell you what, he is looking absolutely amazing this year. It cannot be denied. But their schedule is not easy as well. So if if the Bills could, you know, just stay, just win the next couple of games and keep on going, they could possibly catch this team but the Dolphins have the Titans and Jets next, which is not going to be a problem for them whatsoever. Interesting from there, on Christmas and New Year's Eve, respectively, it's the Cowboys, it's the Ravens, 
And then a showdown between these two teams on January 7th, Bills and Dolphins. Do you think this might get interesting here, or did the Dolphins already run away? Yeah, I don't think it's going to get interesting enough to uh, for the Bills to win the division, um, but I think it can get interesting enough for the Bills to be back in the playoff uh, hunt. The, the problem is right now is that they've got uh, four teams above them that are seven and five, and then they're tied with the Broncos at six and six. So there's just a, a lot going on, and the Bills don't have the easiest schedule of all those teams. They do not. I am... I am thinking about penciling them back in, but right now, if I did, it would be the seventh seed. We'll just have to wait until the end of the show. But right now, I think my top seed is either going to be the Dolphins or the Ravens, and we'll talk about that in a little bit. Yeah, heading over to the NFC East. Um, Big showdown this week. Um, Cowboys and Eagles are going to play, um, and the winner is going to be in first place. Um, Giants and Commanders are out of it. Um, I'm not even sure what either one of them is doing, um, being very competitive. Um, I've been saying for a while that I thought this was working up to this week right here and that the Cowboys were going to uh, claim first place after this week. I've been talking about this for a month, that it was going to lead to this week and we were going to see a flip. Um, And I think the Eagles will be going down to that number five seed and uh, being a pretty pretty scary proposition for – for somebody i resisted believing you but the more that i watch the dallas cowboys right now i'm really thinking that you have you have it i i think you there's definitely credence to this whole thing i'm right now thinking it's the dallas cowboys division uh they don't have the easiest schedule either right. but i i really think that uh we'll see what happens with a head-to-head matchup with these two teams but i really I'm starting to believe in Dallas a whole lot more. I think there's some luster off of the Philadelphia Eagles. So that was an embarrassing loss. Let's see how they can come back. And I just realized that I flipped the script unwittingly. Again. Yes. Yep. You know, are you are you surprised? Nope. Yeah, so I keep doing that to you, and I apologize. So we're going to do a double dip of the NFC and our final our final actually is that the final where are we going now just the, oh, NFC the north. north the yeah. nfc north man it's been a long day wesley yeah so um nfc north uh, we've obviously got a couple of six and six teams with the vikings and packers um one without um, a starting quarterback and one with one that's trying to um, prove that he should be the starter next year for the packers um bears are out of this you know the the, the lions and where the Lions are going to get really competitive as far as maybe winning the entire NFC is that they just got an easy schedule. Um, they, they play the um, the Broncos and the Cowboys, but the Cowboys in the second to last week are the hardest game the Lions have left. So um, the Lions could end up um, turning around and having a, a good 13-win season, even though I don't really think they're a 13-win team um, depending on if they had the same the same schedule as some other teams. Um, I don't see the Vikings or Packers um, getting into this. This is where we're talked about right now the Vikings and Packers are in, but will the Rams and Seahawks overtake them? Um, all four of those teams are six and six. But uh, I think this is the Lions division. The Lions are going to be competing for the NFC number one seed. I'm really interested in the Green Bay Packers, though. I've I think that is a team that – they're surprising me now because I, I thought they were completely 
gone. And we were when we would do the North, we'd say, "All right, forget about the Packers." Now we're talking about them again. That's that's intriguing to me. I mean, the thing the Packers have going for them is I don't think the Packers are very good, but the Packers' next five games are against teams that also are not good. Um, they play the Giants, the Buccaneers, the Panthers, the Vikings, and the Bears. Um, and honestly, teams that I don't think, again, I don't think the Packers are good. I think that all those teams they're playing are probably worse. So again, it's not like just crazy to sit there and say the Packers go on to have a 10 or 11 win team te- or season, um, but still not for me be a very good team. Absolutely. And let's talk about a team that's not very good. And it's my Pittsburgh Steelers as we head over to the AFC North for the first time this season. I'm, I'm actually ready to say, yeah, I think they can be, this could be their first season in the basement in the AFC North. So I am pulling them out of the playoff race where I've had them in the last couple of weeks. Now, the big question here, I mean, obviously in the Browns are kind of struggling too. Uh, you know, we've been back and forth on the Bengals and I think we swore off the Bengals even while Joe Burrow was healthy. But definitely when he went down, we said it was over. Well, you just got 350 yards passing from Jake Browning. Um, with the schedule that the Bengals have where really they're only I mean they're playing teams like the Colts and the Browns and all but besides a game with the Chiefs they've got pretty winnable games can the Bengals rally around Jake Browning can he continue to not throw interceptions can can this trend in the right direction he, he just did this against the number one pass defense in football he has a very good supporting cast too because Agreed. Jamar Chase is that guy T Higgins as a number two, probably one of the best number twos in the league. Mixon's been great. Mixon's been fantastic. Uh, I had a rooting interest in that game for fantasy, and uh, I'm no longer rooting in fantasy because that game sunk me because the uh, my opponent had Mixon and Lawrence and uh, a few other players in that. Oh, at the end. So, yeah, I, I was done. But all I can say is, as I was watching that game, I started to believe, and I watched it to the very end, <laughs> except for I would not watch them celebrate because it's the Cincinnati Bengals, and I just can't can't stomach that. I'm glad it was in Jacksonville and not Cincinnati, but I'm ready to possibly entertain putting them back in there, and I still think Baltimore's winning the whole thing. Baltimore's yeah. schedule is not easy, but Baltimore's going to win that division. The Steelers and the Browns, I think, are done. Well, somebody's got to make the playoffs. Somebody does. So I guess uh, I guess we could go through that now. In the uh, Let's start with the AFC since we're there. And I'm going to go ahead and say we're looking at the Miami Dolphins, the Kansas City Chiefs, then the Baltimore Ravens, and... The uh, the fourth team in that equation is going going to be as a division winner the Houston Texans, so you're going to have a very strong number five seed there, and I believe it's going to be Jacksonville. I still think they're making the playoffs. They're not going to be bounced from this whole thing, and from there, I'm going to go ahead and say Cincinnati and Buffalo. Wow, can the the Colts Colts will be out of it, huh? I'm, I'm thinking they are. I mean, I'm, I'm not d- discounting Buffalo. They just have such a tough schedule. This is really going to prove. And if they play well enough to make the playoffs, they're going to be a scary team in the playoffs because they'll already be kind of battle-tested of 
on what they'd have to uh, kind of come together over the next five games. Well, when if you're five, six, and seven are those teams that we just mentioned, my yeah. goodness. That's a that's a that's a that's a tough one. What about but, your NFC? The NFC. So um, I'm right now going to say that by the end of the season, the Lions are going to be the number one seed. Um, just again, I don't think they're the best team in the NFC, but with the the schedule that they're playing, I think they'll be the number one seed. Giving the Cowboys the number. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I forgot about the 49ers. 49ers are the number one seed. You got the Lions as your two seed. The Cowboys as your three seed. I'm going to be just a glutton for punishment and say that somehow the Saints figured this out and end up just beating out Atlanta for the terrible fourth seed that gets crushed by the Eagles, who are the fifth seed. And then I'm going to go the Rams sixth and the Seattle Seahawks seventh. Three teams from the NFC West. Wow. I agree with most of that. I'm still thinking Packers in that seventh seed. Over yeah, I mean, with their... their I looked at their easy schedule. I I just don't like Jordan Love, and I'm going to be in denial until he, uh, you know, actually wins some of those games. But they, sh- the the Green Bay Packers with their schedule, should be, um, in the playoffs. And I really like that Rams pick as well. So it's time for us to get on out of here. Thank you so much for checking out the big picture. We do this every single week, and we will continue to do this until all of the playoffs. Spots are set, seven on each side. For Wesley Coleman, my name is Brian Anthony Davis. This has been The Big Picture on the Fan Sports Network. We'll be back next week to try to make it clear once again. <laughs>